this retro thing for what it is Nostalgia goggles heavy on those things when we were kids I've got the memories of falling while my hair is turning gray I'm digging back on all the things that were better yesterday So for all those things nostalgic I also do is delight Okay, let's assume that's the start of the episode. Welcome to So Do We Still Like This, episode 49, Mm. despite having recorded 50 earlier this same day. uh, I am joined by... Uh, Wife. Yes. You almost said (laughs) your name. You almost tricked me. (laughs) That wasn't supposed to be a trick. Uh, For the first time since, can you recall your, your previous... Harry Potter? Yes, which was recorded. Oh, I don't know when. Yeah, that might tell you everything right there. It was recorded December? It was recorded no. over It was recorded over Christmas break. Uh-oh. For okay. sure. So somehow you've ducked out on this for <laughs> 7 whole months. Well, it's very popular. People want to be in on it. Yes, which that's is nice. True. Everybody wants in on so do we still like this? Uh, and every week you're like, is it my week? And I'm like, nah, you're still on the list, but you know, I'll get back to you. So we're finally back with an episode I never would have predicted we were going to do. I feel like we floated a lot of potential ideas. Uh, first off, how have you been since our last episode? You're asking me, your wife, how I've yeah, been? Yeah, how have you been since our last episode? I have been well. How have you been? Yeah, I've been okay. Uh recorded a lot of these things what's been your favorite episode so far okay <laughs> yeah um change of subject uh so we're gonna do of all things unsolved mysteries yeah um i think it was as simple as we're amazon prime members but we don't ever use prime video so every know, two months we fire up prime video and realize there's a lot of stuff on prime video we should watch then we close Prime Video and never watch any of it until two months later when the cycle repeats. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did watch Good Omens, which I talked about in a recent episode. Uh, but we were talking about how we should do an episode, or maybe I was just saying we should do an episode. And then I saw on Prime that there's a whole bunch of Unsolved Mysteries on here. And decided we should do that. Uh, that was a long story to just basically say I saw it on Prime and said we should do the episode. But... Did you ever watch Unsolved Mysteries? I believe I did, yes. He looks very familiar. I was going to say, that whole time you were just staring intently at the TV screen. Ugh, I'm, so I what? figured either you were like, I've seen this before, or mm, I that guy's no, sexy. I've de- <laughs> yes, very. Um, no, I've definitely seen it before. I don't know how many times, and I think I may be blurring it a little bit with, um, uh, what's that other show um, where they... Uh, America's Most Wanted? Was that a show? That was a show. Okay. I believe it aired either before or after Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. I think it was part of the same block of TV. Okay. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I've seen some of this and I think it's one of those that, you know, made me really mad. It's like nothing ever gets solved, really. It's just, hey, here are a whole bunch of problems. Cool. (laughs) Well, they put it out to the public at the end, didn't they? Like, you guys call it. You solve it. 
No, that, this is that's, your problem that's now. The crime one, isn't it? That's why they did the crime rescue nine one one. No, no, that was a different show. show oh my god, we should about. do a rescue nine one one episode. <laughs> no, when I just talked America's about America's Most Wanted. Yeah, yeah. Like was... I saw that. That was the reason. Okay, I understood. Like, hey, it's not going to get solved. It's just, hey, we've got this bad guy. Can you help us find him? Yeah, kind of thing. But this. This is just, well, I mean, clearly it's in the title, Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise I mean, it would really be should... called <laughs> Shit We Figured Out. <laughs> I know, I probably should have expected them to be unsolved. You know, we haven't watched been... them yet. I don't, they maybe at the end are no, like, by the way, we no. did it. No, 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 I don't think so. It was the maid. Hmm, that'd be nice. I'm pretty sure though the Unsolved Mysteries follows the same path of at the end saying, if you have any hot tips about how we can, you know. Well, about the Bigfoot that kidnapped Steve. I guess we'll see. Steve got... That's my... Okay, so that's my main memory of Unsolved Mysteries, uh, is that it... I don't know if it was always like that. My memory could be wrong, but my memory is that it starts as a show that's very much... This person was murdered. We don't know who did it. One night, this person went missing. We don't know where they went. And eventually devolves into, you know, Roger was out in the woods and a bunch of Bigfoots showed up and kidnapped him. Where are all the Bigfoots? Where'd the Bigfoots go? We gotta solve this mystery. Or, you know, are there aliens? Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's pretty much it. That is my memory of Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. Uh, Do you have any Unsolved Mysteries from your personal existence? If you were to create an episode (laughs) of of Wife's Unsolved Mysteries? (laughs) Um, I don't think so i think i'm pretty good at solving my mysteries what about you that's a very arrogant statement i have <laughs> one random one that leaps to mind so you were you know how one of my favorite childhood toys was my crash test dummies right yes oh i think i know the I, yeah maybe i, think I've, I know what maybe you're I've gonna told say this anecdote oh before. you have a lot yes. i've told it a lot okay, i've sure. never told it on this sh- on this show so All it'll right. be new uh so for anyone who doesn't know the crash test dummy toys were literally that like toys based off of the dolls they put in vehicles to test accidents so that was the purpose of the toy and it could never exist now because it was the 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 toy people fell apart there was a baby in a carriage that you could like drive the car into and the baby would go flying there were pets that you could literally flatten out and they had tire treads on them and so it was all about when we were kids creating the biggest one the biggest accident you could like let's take the motorcycle and ram it into the car and put the pets in between them ah such a boy thing i still have them they're in the basement of this very house uh so one day i was driving the crash dummy car down the stairs of our house and I went down to the bottom of the stairs to collect all the pieces and the dummy that was in the driver's seat, I just couldn't find him. And he was Daryl. And Daryl was my favorite <laughs> one. Maybe Spin. Spin was really good too. But I wanted my Daryl and I looked everywhere. And it's not as though around the bottom of the stairs there was a grate or a vent or anything he could have fallen into. It was just the bottom of a staircase. And I couldn't find him. And eventually I bought a new Daryl. It wasn't the same Daryl. They redesigned him. And I never found him. And then years later when we were moving, I made some casual reference about, oh my god, I will, at least we'll find that crash dummy figure I lost. And we never did. 
Nope. Where the fuck did my Daryl go? Daryl walked away. He got sick of being the crash test dummy. That's the best I can figure. And we oh, and it's also worth noting we I don't believe had any pets at the time, so it's not as though a pet could have ran and scooped Daryl up and eaten him. And even if he or she had, she'd have pooped them out in fairly intact condition, I would think. So if any of you have a lead on what happened to my Daryl and you want to help solve this unsolved mystery, please email us at likethispodcast at gmail.com. And if you moved into our house on John Street in Smith Falls and you found my Daryl, email me and I would like him back, please, because those toys are no longer available. Just quick question. Did you name him Daryl? No. Was he named Daryl? He was Darryl? named Daryl. Ah, gotcha. No, the okay. Crash Dummies came with names. Okay. It was Daryl and Spin, and I think there was a Dash. One of the pets, I think, was called Roadkill. <laughs> I don't remember. There was Bull. I think Bull was the guy who drove the big truck. It doesn't matter. We'll do a Crash Dummy episode eventually. So I think we're just going to pick a couple segments, watch them, come back, talk about them. Uh, Yeah, Robert Stack bringing the trench coat back. So. Okay, this will be fun. Yeah, this will be fun. Let's do it. Okay, so we watched a episode from... Well, we didn't watch the whole episode. Season 1, episode 14, a segment called Tatum's Ghost, because I wanted to jump straight into a paranormal episode. Uh, fun fact, I was actually just looking up fascinating facts about Unsolved Mysteries, and straight up, it says that Robert Stack and the show's producers thought all of the paranormal stuff was bullshit. <laughs> so... Okay. Oh, well. Great start, then. <laughs> yeah. Also, I do want to read this other one. Um, well, maybe we should set it up. So one thing, right at the beginning, they make very clear, and this must have been because people were very easily fooled in the late 80s, is that this isn't the news. You are watching reenacted <laughs> segments on a TV show. This is not a news broadcast. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that many of the people are portraying themselves in the story, and that was the case with the one we watched, which was about an elderly couple who retired and moved into yeah, this home. Yeah, they wanted to retire, so they built a home. Yeah, well, they didn't build it. That's what he said. They built it. Did they? Yep. Oh. I don't think they built it with their own two hands. I think they paid somebody, or maybe it was one of those, maybe you know. One of, so one of the builders died there, and hence ghost. Well, I just, that's what he said. They built their home to retire. Well, no, I'm saying we just solved it. One of the builders died there, hence ghost. <laughs> I don't think so. So there's a ghost happening, which is, you know, wow, that's that's no good. Uh, it's So it's the actual couple doing the reenactment, which they're fine. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> no, You're they're right. Not. It became pretty clear pretty fast. Yeah. They were like, oh, these are not good actors. And then, oh, okay. Uh, so that leads me into this other fact. This is from um, David Vassar, who was a director on the show. Uh, this isn't this is a quote from him this is an unsolved mysteries hallmark and it's a secret but if the narrator talks a lot and the actors don't talk at all it means the acting is really pretty bad and the narrator is going to cover everything up <laughs> this episode had a well, lot of narration it, no it had, i think it had a mix right yeah it did have a lot of narration yes but they talked quite a bit like the act well not the actors the actual people but it was always like, Jim, Jim, yeah. can you come here, please? Yeah. Like, it was that. So, I mean, 
Yeah, maybe it was just terrible then. Yeah, a lot of it was their interview segments too. They yeah. were they were asked to do very little in the reenactments. Yeah. So first off, Robert Stack's voice is incredible, and he should narrate all things all of the time forever. That's true. I, I want Robert Stack to narrate my everyday life. Is he still makes, alive? A man. Wake. I think he's still alive. Oh, maybe he's not. Okay, that's worth looking up. Sean wakes up in his bed. He doesn't want to turn the alarm off. He wants to continue sleeping. Will he get up? Uh, so he's on a boat I assume that relates to earlier in the episode Because he's just on a boat Talking about you know, Oh some people think that ghosts are just Psychic energy emitting from you So maybe this is their fault Yeah you know what they, I assume they would talk about that And they never did The guy at the end who was coming and looking around their house Sort of did Because he made a note, made a reference to all humans experience psychic activity. It's just part of being human. I I don't think I do. (laughs) Disagree. Pretty strongly. Uh, Robert Stack. Oh, Robert Stack passed away in 2003 Mm. at the age of 84. Wow. Which means he is 70 here. Because this is 89. Oh, he doesn't look 70. Robert Stack looks incredible. Is there a different Robert Stack? Yes. <laughs> because that is the best looking 70 year old I have ever seen. Uh, and we will do, we will, we will definitively rank 70 year olds by their attractiveness <laughs> in a later episode. But, um, okay, this is taking, yeah, that's him. Uh, yeah. Okay. I would probably say he's 60 in that picture. One of his last credits is on But Ugly Martians. So there you go. His actual last credit, King of the Hill. So this old couple, there's ghosts happening. Uh, some of the in- uh, so the first instance to reenact the ghost, I guess it's 89 and it's a cheaply made show so they can't do many effects. It's just a dude. Just a dude walks by. <laughs> Pretty casual, like just... Over like exaggerated <laughs> stroll. Well, I. Th- the dirt, whole thing dirt, was, dirt, <laughs> she thought it was just the dudes. She said it was he wasn't see through or anything. It was just this yeah. guy walking past. So it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so at first, it does make it seem like oh maybe there's just a dude living in their house. Which if you <laughs> listeners ever want to be really creeped out, look up videos of people's security cameras in their house revealing that someone has been living in their house in secret. Where that doesn't exist. It 100% exists. Like, That's people who are suspicious, creepy. like, why does food keep vanishing from my fridge? This is an unsolved no. mystery, and I'm going to solve it. And they'll set up, like, cameras in their living room, and they'll all be in bed, and it'll capture, like, a cupboard will open. Oh, my God, no, stop And it, then really? a person will come out, eat their food, and get back in the cupboard. Shut up. It is no. 100 Like, I don't know if it's always a Where cupboard. Where do they live? They live in the cupboard? Well, like, they'll live, like, in the walls and stuff. What the hell, man? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have brought that up. We no, you shouldn't have. A new house. Where are they going to hide? All our food's accounted for. It's also a townhome, so they, they could much. like they could maybe they have a, a way to get in through the other home. Oh, Sean, I don't <laughs> like this. So everyone, yeah, I just broke my wife's brain. So uh, yeah, if you want to watch those videos, feel free to Google them. I thought the part where he said he was fixing the ladder and was just drilling the air was very funny. I thought it was bad enough that we had mice. <laughs> Don't tell people we have mice. They're going to think we live in squalor. <laughs> we don't. Our house is is pretty well kept. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. 
yeah, that part was pretty funny when he was just drilling the air. I also liked that she was talking about how, you know, later that night he wanted to watch a movie and I wanted to go upstairs and read cut to shot of her reading in bed in the middle of the day. Um, well, it could have been evening. No, there was it was brightly lit and there was sun coming in her window. Oh, yeah, I guess. Um, so some of the ghost things that happen... Uh, she hears the drill like he unplugs the drill because it's an old drill and then she hears the drill and she goes to check on the drill and the drills you know he's not there and the drill's not plugged in so who was running that drill mm, the ghost who was dropping coins the ghost who was was it tugging on her shirt or something oh yeah yep. she felt tugging Two on tugs. her shirt and then Two she... solid tugs on the back of her shirt that's freaky shit. yeah that one is freaky and she has a bell to summon her husband which <laughs> <Yes>. someone <laughs> got ideas and someone I else like that shut that shit down <laughs> right fast because the last thing i need is <laughs> ding 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 ice cream well the thing what the thing they explained it with um that he wakes up hours earlier than she does and for some odd reason she sometimes needs to summon him in the morning yeah so maybe you know they're elderly maybe she needs some help from him or something right i guess yeah that's yeah. that's fair but uh one thing we respected is they talk about how they they develop a secret code so they know to com- well i guess it's not quite what we have um i don't think we've ever talked about this so wife and i a long time ago because we were watching a lot of movies and we noticed a, a pattern where in movies uh if something supernatural is happening to one of the characters they will go to their significant other and say there's ghosts happening or i'm possessed or is there something happening and the other one will be like are you overstressed? Are you, oh, are you just playing around? So we decided we had to develop a secret code that when we use it, I'm not going to say it, obviously. Mm-hmm. If you say that code, the other person knows to take you very seriously. Yep. If you are describing, you know, I am, I, I 100% saw a ghost in the basement. Secret word. Then the other person knows, you're not messing around. Set this place on fire and let's go. <laughs> so we haven't had to use it yet. Yep. And we've, I think we came up with it like eight or nine years ago. So that's, I'm glad, I'm not looking forward to the day where we do have to bust that out. Mm, nope. I had another point that I wanted to make. Oh, God, what was her quote? She said, uh, when they were talking about the bell ringing, she said, it was being done in a teasing fashion as though he were teasing us. That was the quote? Yep. I don't remember that. And she thought about it for a really long time. Yeah, that was the other thing, is they develop a, okay, if you ring the bell three times, I'll know it's you, and then the ghost hears that and just starts ringing the bell three times. And is the mystery solved? No, of no, course not. they just move. Yeah. And then they have to, at the end, Robert Stack has to, you know, give Ask some- for help. Yeah. Can you help us catch this ghost? <laughs> yes. Uh, and that was the ghost segment. Yeah. I mean, we haven't actually seen any other segments yet. I mean, we obviously did a long time ago, but recently. Um, but when Sean was fast forwarding to get to the ghost segment, uh, I think most of them were about, um, hey, this kid got kidnapped and there's this sketch. Can you help us solve this mystery? Well, about that this? was, you know, but I think that's cool. I think most of the show is like you know useful oh yeah 
But we're not going to watch those segments I know. because I don't need to know Sean's about some. Sean's not interested in that. Well, do you really want to watch an episode where a little girl gets no, kidnapped? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. or do you want to watch an episode where an elderly couple gets terrorized by a ghost <laughs> who just rings a bell to piss them off? <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. I'm just saying the show's not all about the ghosts. No, it's not. Uh, and I have one in mind to watch next that is not about ghosts. Okay. So let's uh, let's go let's go do that. Okay. So we watched uh, one from season seven that time. I thought it was season eight. Season seven. Okay. Called Mystery Hum. Uh, some of the segments in this episode also included there was like this horrible car accident. This one actually sounded kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, it was a car accident and a bunch of strangers helped save people involved in the accident. And then the strangers just kind of took off. So the segment is just we want to find out who these people were that saved these people's lives. Uh, so that's nice. And yeah. then one of them was like a model prisoner who started an art program with like the deputy's wife. And then the deputy all of a sudden gets a note that his wife's going shopping and she's gone. And so is the inmate. Yeah. So they ran off together. We solved that one. Uh, and the one we watched was, was it Teos? The Teos hum? Oh, uh, I already forgot there was a name. I think it was the Teos hum. Uh, so... It's kind of my one like it's a nightmare scenario. It's people all over the world are experiencing a low frequency like mm, noise twenty four seven forever, and it's mostly following this one dude and his quest to make it stop. And it talks about how he's driving around trying to find the source, and then he eventually goes into these caves. They're like, let's take you down into the caves, and maybe if you're not on the surface, it'll stop. And then he says it got even worse. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, there's not... I mean, I don't want to say that one was uninteresting, but the poltergeist one was more interesting. <laughs> I think this one hit me just because that would be awful. I mean, yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> they mm-hmm. do a good job summing up the hell and what's weird is that it's not like they were born with it it's just one like one guy this dude's writing preparing for an entrance exam and all of a sudden he starts to hear this hum and now it's five years later and it never stopped so their explanation is kind of it's maybe military equipment yeah the submarines yeah used navy equipment used to communicate with subs um it's also worth noting in this episode that you can tell they're leaning more into the paranormal stuff in the intro. Uh, the season one, we never, we didn't say it. The theme song for this show is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so goddamn good. If you haven't heard it, if you have heard it, you know what we mean. And if you haven't, go check it out. It's really intense and creepy and really sets the mood uh, terrifically. But the first season opener is very... There's a lot of, here's someone being led away in handcuffs, and here's a police sketch photo, and here's this. Whereas now that we've made it to season seven, is here's a goddamn spaceship, and a <laughs> silhouette ghost man, and a crazy fire. And so at this point, this is this is when I watched the show, because I remembered that intro. So that makes a lot more sense, that I remember it more as, you know, a man was outside and was attacked by a chupacabra driving a UFO. <laughs> Who taught the Chupacabra how to drive? That was more Jerry Seinfeld impression <laughs> yeah, than a little bit. Robert Stack. Yes. Yeah, so did you like that episode? I looked it up. They never, they have not yet solved it. Um, 
so that makes it a little creepier because presumably i it was interesting just because i think that's such a weird nightmare scenario but once it became pretty clear they didn't have a solution and it was just people trying to explain what it's like to always hear a sound yeah and to their credit as you pointed out they clearly piped in kind of a low hum throughout the segment yeah but yeah lots of i'm gonna play a hum it's not really like this because we can't replicate what it's like but um this was the subject of an x-files episode i forgot about that uh and according to wikipedia as recently as 2018, Criminal Minds did an episode where someone is driven to suicide by the hum. Yeah, I was going to say, those. they interviewed three people, um, but they said, I, I don't think they actually definitively said how many people around the world, but they just said many around the world. I think he said Here. hundreds at the end. Did he? Okay. Well, they're supposed to be around the world on different continents hearing the exact same hum. But anyway, they yeah. only interviewed three in the U.S., um, they were all pretty calm about it. That's maybe why well, I, mean, I didn't find it so super interesting. Like, give it a little passion. You've been hearing this hum for, like, years. Like, but I don't, think don't this, you care? I don't think the segment can just be them going, ah! <laughs> It would make it more I interesting. I fucking hate this so much, you guys! I'm just saying. It was kind of like, yeah, there's this constant humming in my head. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. Which was how Robert Stack closed the segment, by the way. <laughs> I'm really very sorry that you have to endure this. <laughs> Coming up. Yeah. We, we interviewed a living fish man. Who yeah. in his, his spare time abducts people and turns them into monkeys. How does he do it? God, it always morphs into Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, also, when I was reading up, uh, wife. Yes, husband. <laughs> I don't really have to think hard before Give I... Give me a nickname or something. I, you, everyone comes up with their own nicknames. You oh, define yourself as wife in episode one. Nobody can come up with well, their own Well, it's not nickname. they come up with their own nicknames. They come up with how they want to be referred to. Oh, well, I don't know. And I, I talk about it in a recent episode. It's getting... The more people we add, the harder it's Confusing. getting to keep track. We're about to introduce somebody with the same name as somebody else. It's all, it's becoming a bit much. So I think eventually you're all just going to get numbers. Okay. Um, what big name actor got his debut in an episode of Unsolved Mysteries? Go. You have three guesses. Uh, I don't, I have n- no, no idea. Very famous actor. One of, pre- Brad Ar- Pitt. No. Maybe like one notch below Brad Pitt, but definitely when you think big name actors, I would say he he's right near the front. Tom Cruise. No. Uh, uh, The Rock. No. Yeah. The Rock's I mean, acting debut. The Rock's and his <laughs> okay, acting debut that. came like years <laughs> after this show ended. Yeah, I have no idea. Matthew McConaughey. Apparently plays like a shirtless murder victim in one segment of this show. So huh. there you go. Um, I guess we could have tried to find that one, but I saw a picture. It's him. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was the hum. And we are going to do one more episode because I read about it and I have to see what this is. So stay tuned for the thrilling conclusion of Unsolved Mysteries.
All right, let's just, just we're just going straight into that. So, uh, yeah, the reason I just made us watch that segment is because when I was looking up what the best segments were, it seemed like wide consensus that what we just watched was one of the worst. So it was very short, mercifully. I was worried that it was going to drag on for like 20 minutes. So we watched, uh, we've moved forward to season nine, where to start off with, the intro is completely different. The fantastic theme song has been replaced by just a painfully generic one clearly i had bailed on the show at this point because i don't remember that and now it's back as a bit more of a mix of imagery so we went from pretty straightforward crime stuff to spooky ghost man to here's some of them were like people clearly being reunited Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, there's obviously mysteries about, you know, hey, I really want to get back in touch with this friend. And hey, there you are. But then that would be mixed with like, here's a skull and here's yeah. a skeleton man. So, uh, yeah, the segment we watched was called Aphrodisiacs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's mostly just about like this dude uh, getting a boner. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> and I feel like we've solved that mystery. <laughs> Why boners? asks Robert Stack. Why come boners? Uh, are you actually asking me? <laughs> no. Blood. That's why come boners. Uh, first of all, we learned something. I already forget most of the facts, but they were talking about how... The honeymoon. Yeah, couples used to drink a glass of honey wine after they got married to... Uh, Every night before they went to bed. Yeah, to make them want to bone more in their first month of marriage. And that's why they call it the honeymoon. The honeymoon period. Because you drink mm-hmm. honey wine. Because uh, of and, and bone. properties of honey. I already forget what vitamins honey has. But Good it's ones. supposed to give you more energy. That's why we got to save the bees, everybody. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a bee in a really long time. I have. I feel like that should be concerning. Um, I don't go outside, so... <laughs> I guess that's... Yes, that's valid. Uh, and I have seen wife, a bee, so that's probably a good thing. Wife, oh, is, sorry, okay. wife is very pregnant, just for context there. You're not a crazy shut-in lady. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so the first bit is just talking about aphrodisiacs and whether it's all in the head, and and then it veers into the story of this dude with a Tommy Wiseau mullet haircut who is he at the doctors? Yes. He he was very tired and low energy yeah. and like went to the doctor just to I guess help him out prescribe something that will boost yeah. his energy level. And so he's leaving and she's got some chocolates outside her office. So he just starts eating all of the chocolates, which already seems like a weird move, and he's pocketing them for later. Yeah, who does that? Yeah, so he's thieving all of these chocolates, <laughs> and then a lady comes out. The, the receptionist. Yeah, the receptionist or... comes out and informs him, you know, how many chocolates have you eaten? And he's like, I've eaten a shitload of these chocolates. Why? And she's like, they're boner chocolates. <laughs> which, by the way, is very irresponsible. So like, they're just, just leave on these... the receptionist's yes. desk. Let's leave these chocolates with all these herbs and stuff inside that the doctor has especially yeah. made. I mean, we all have been to the doctor. You know, you know, you get your checkup, you leave, you do your insurance, you grab a boner chocolate from their desk, <laughs> and you head out. That's the danger is you can't eat too many. So she informs him of this, and then it really seems like he's just all of a sudden they're going to start boning because the music gets all like, ah, sexy and things are happening. there's a fire in the background. Yeah, but he doesn't. He just goes home and feeds his girlfriend a bunch of boner chocolates. And then <laughs> he they have... warns her about it first. Yes, he does. And then they do it in a hot tub. 
Oh, that was them? I yeah. thought that was a different couple. No, that was them. And no. then he gives a little... The the guy gives a little speech about how, you know, hey, it's... I, I don't even remember. He, he sums it all up with, like, everybody could use a good aphrodisiac every now and then. And then they're like, yeah, aphrodisiacs, it's all in the mind, but also maybe it's not. Yeah, but then he says, like, who cares, as long as it gets you there. Yeah, that's, yes, that's his thing. It's like, whether it's in the mind or it's eating a bunch of boner chocolates, as long as you get to bone. <laughs> and then it cuts back to Robert Stack in a closed flower shop, surrounded by <laughs> roses. And he reminds everybody, don't, don't give people boner chocolates without their consent. Because it could be a criminal offense. <laughs> yes. What if instead of that, you just buy her flowers and then proceeds, and it's the freeze frame we have on the screen right now, to smile as though it is the first time in his 70 years on this planet that he has been asked to do so. Because it looks like, have you seen that that gif of, um, it was when Mark Zuckerberg appeared like before Congress, and he at one point smiles, and it's just the most, no, like crazy, like, like a someone... Who's like he's not being, used to smiling. Well, like he's yeah. being operated by in the inside by tiny little people, like that <laughs> terrible Eddie Murphy movie, and they're like, hit the smile button! And they do it a little too late, so he just sits there stone-faced for five seconds, and then, oh. That's what it looks like when Robert Stack had the smile. It's, it's His teeth are just weird. It's the most unnatural thing. It looks like he's going to bite us. Yes! Yes, it does. <laughs> so that is apparently the worst segment of Unsolved Mysteries. I did make a note. I should check what I wrote down, just in case it's worth highlighting. Oh, I wrote uh, Mick. I wrote Mick Jagger because at the very beginning he says uh, he his two pinnacles of sexual prowess are Mick Jagger and Madonna. Yes. (laughs) Which I guess this is like early '90s, so that's still pretty peak Madonna. I feel like even in 93, 94, you could could have a better pull than Mick Jagger for, like, is there any sexier male? But I don't remember. I don't know. Who knows? What did you think of the aphrodisiac segment? I thought it was bull. What was even the unsolved mystery? I guess if aphrodisiacs are actually a thing. Well, because they start out, right? Like, throughout history... People have been searching for the perfect aphrodisiac. And they show, like, hieroglyphics. It's like, ooh, yes, history. Like, medieval drawing of a couple boning. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. So, I mean, clearly this was, like, a Valentine's Day episode. And they needed something. Yeah. We need something lovey-dovey. And it can't... Yeah. yeah. Because I kept waiting for the turn. Like... He ate the chocolates and became a vampire. Or I know. It's like, like the what couple, happened? The couple like, was at home eating their boner oh, chocolates when suddenly mm. a robot controlled by gremlins came bursting through their living room wall. Yeah. So. How did these gremlins build this robot? So I think that's Unsolved Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think, I guess? Uh, I mean... Based on the three, I probably wouldn't watch more. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with a show like this is you're we can't do too deep a dive because there are over five hundred episodes of Unsolved Mysteries apparently. Because you know it ran for twelve seasons and I mean I did enjoy it when it was on. 
Yeah, I think we, to fully appreciate it, and again, that's sometimes the fault of how we execute on this show, we probably would have needed to spend four to five hours really sinking ourselves into Unsolved Mysteries, but... Yeah, we didn't dive deep enough, for sure. But, I mean, also, when I watched this, I was younger and more gullible and believed everything. So, um, yeah, I feel like nowadays I probably would be more annoyed with this show and would probably stop watching very quickly. I would probably see a few episodes. Like, I watch things like this sometimes, but I never really continue with it. Yeah, and we didn't get into, like, the true crime stuff. Yeah. Which... Which, yeah, exactly. Like, those kind of things, I mean, they help solve mysteries. I'm sure they do. And they were probably useful, right, to have. Yeah, definitely. I, I would check out some more, probably. I My interest definitely lies more on the paranormal stuff rather than the... Because I'm not the biggest true crime person to begin with i think you're into it yeah, a little more I, than i, I am like the probably the true crime stuff more yeah paranormal stuff is like whatever like you're never gonna solve this yeah it's just gonna be like oh i don't know it might have been it might have been the ghostbusters episode where rob and i talk about how the biggest problem with ghost shows is that they're never going there, there's never going to be that episode where they solve it and even if there was like we'd have heard about it Exactly. So the fact that we have not heard about that episode of one of those shows yet <laughs> means watching those shows is pointless. Because if Ghost Hunters, like, undeniably proved ghosts, we'd know. Yep. Um, yeah. So in conclusion, Unsolved Mysteries is a, is, a big, is a big subject. Looking at some of the segments at the beginning, you know, you get an idea of what it would be mm-hmm. overall. Um, I would definitely be intrigued to watch more. It's could be interesting now because of some of these mysteries in the time since the show aired may have been solved. Yeah. I wonder how many. I wonder what the ratio is. Oh, I'm sure. Solved to unsolved. I'm sure that data exists. <laughs> so it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, definitely, I would recommend, you know, if you remember it fondly, check it out. It seems like it would still be pretty interesting. Yeah, be something good to fall asleep to. Yes, it definitely seems like. I a, know it sounds kind of creepy, actually. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that because unsolved murder yeah, mystery. In addition to but... the creepy theme, a lot of it is like <laughs> okay. someone was kidnapped and stabbed in the face. I'm just saying, you know, since it's so far away, like this happened years ago. I guess sh- nothing to worry. Did you ever about. watch uh, Jonathan Frakes that Jonathan Frakes Factor Fiction show? Yes, yeah. not many of them, but yes, I this is better than that. Because that show, the whole bit was they would play a poorly reenacted segment and then at the end ask you, yes. was that fact or fiction? I remember that. But yeah, I remember yeah. it being pretty obvious because it would be, you know, mm-hmm. the mundane stuff was always pretty fact. And then you'd have the story that was, you know, yeah. a man was walking home when all of a sudden a tiger emerged from the woods and the tiger said, I'm here to grant you three wishes. <laughs> and the man said, I also want to be a tiger. And they turned into tigers and flew to space. That was fiction. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. And meanwhile, you know, on the other side, this man went to a carnival and won some prizes. That happened. Fact. Uh, I was going to ask what something you're currently enjoying is, but it's The Good Wife, right? It is. <laughs> yes. I'm really is enjoying that one. Deep into The Good Wife, which 
I don't know what that show is because I originally isn't. I thought it was like a political show. I but thought so too. Every time I catch glimpses of you when I turn the TV off because you fell asleep, <laughs> is it a lawyer show? Yeah. Okay. It is indeed. <laughs> because she's I, a lawyer. I thought it was about. Well, I mean, she, his she's politics like, is in, her husband is, is he, into politics. Yeah, and, and, he's, and he's it's all about his. You she's know, he hiding goes to jail secrets for because him or of, something. Well, no. She's not hiding secrets for him. Oh, okay. okay I, I'm not that far into it, so maybe she does. I thought. Well, I thought that was the literal premise. Is like in the beginning no. of the show, she's the good wife because she's protecting her husband. No, and no, because she these... doesn't leave her husband. Oh, okay. Like he cheats on her with all these prostitutes, and she sticks by him. Like she's angry, but he goes to jail for reasons I won't get into. And um, but she doesn't divorce him. And and he gets out of jail, and they, you know, they're trying it together. And then, anyway, that's why she's the good wife. She never comes out and says anything bad about him. Okay. So, but and yeah, it follows her her career basically at this lawyer's office, and it's really really good. And he gets back into politics, so there is politics in there. Gotcha. Okay. And that's on Netflix, if anyone wants to check that out. Yeah, and there are seven seasons. Uh, God, this is hard because I just recorded another episode earlier today. uh, And I already used a subject there. So I will say something else I am currently enjoying is Super Mario Maker 2. (laughs) Uh, It is Infinite Mario, for anyone who doesn't know. And I'm still waiting for my level. Yes, I'm working on it. So you can make your own Mario levels. You can play other people's Mario levels. Um... The one downside is obviously your enjoyment is dependent on the output from other people. And as I was saying to you last night, myself and others fall pretty deep down the trap of just making really difficult levels. It is very hard to just make a moderately difficult standard Mario level. I find I always fall down the trap of making it stupid hard. So uh, yeah, that uh, that is something I am currently enjoying. That was episode 49 of So Do We Still Like This, recorded after episode 50. It's been a weird day. (laughs) The end? All right. Yes. Let's (laughs) use the little bit of daylight we have left to watch something else. A podcast who doesn't have an ending. What will they say? So for all those things nostalgic, I asked to do